it's about it's really about this community oriented sort of mindset kind of tugging on on the passion um, like this volunteerism it's just a, it's a different sort of thing when people come they're not coming to here's my business card you know this is sort of what's going on like people there are authentically looking to kind of give back to something so um, to me that's that's sort of a different feel than what I've seen from other sort of meetups or, or things yeah I think um, you know at our core we're not trying to replicate um, you know other networks that exist in San Diego we're trying to connect networks and we're trying to be a connective tissue between those things so um, I second uh, you know everything that Claude mentioned like it isn't it isn't like a intense networking atmosphere it's an atmosphere of, of people that take pride in the great stories and of change that we hear this great uh, stories of, of um, you know people being empowered to, uh, to tackle a passion or their lives are changed I, I think there's an inherent um, good vibe to uh, San Diego Tech Hub, and, and it, it has a, you know, an ethos and a soul. From Converseer and the San Diego Tech Hub, this is Conduit, the podcast that chronicles the San Diego Tech Hub an innovative movement aimed at building a stronger San Diego community from the ground up. Here's your host, Martin Danner. Claude Jones and Nick Parisi stopped by the Conversayer studio. Claude is the primary founder of the San Diego Tech Hub, while Nick is a lead on the talent pillar. We had a far-ranging conversation about the San Diego Tech Hub, and I got to know Claude and Nick a bit better. They explained to me how the Tech Hub got started, how it's organized, and some of the many activities taken on by the Tech Hub members, also known as conduits. I also learned about how the Do One Good Thing slogan grew out of the notion that small steps can lead to accomplishing big things. So join me as Claude Jones, Nick Parisi, and I chat about the San Diego Tech Hub. Welcome, guys. I really appreciate you coming out here. Um, today I'm talking to Claude Jones, who is the Senior Director of Software Engineering at Walmart Labs. Did I get that right? Got that right. <laughs> okay. And Nick Parisi. Did I get that? that? You got it right. Okay. You got it perfect. Okay. Chief Marketing Officer at Field Level. Thank you very much for joining me. Now, before we get into talking about the San Diego Tech Hub, what I'd like to do is kind of learn more about each of you. So, Claude, let's start with you. Tell us about your current company and position and how you got to this point. Oh, man. So, my current position is a Senior Director of Engineering and Site Lead for the Walmart Slab office out in, uh, in Carlsbad. Um, you know, a little bit about the company. Walmart Labs is the tech arm of Walmart. So, when you think about Walmart, you don't think about a technology company at all. And uh, you know, one of the things that Walmart has been doing over the last eight years is really trying to help transform the way that uh, people shop. And so uh, if you were to imagine shopping on walmart.com, online grocery, using your native device to go into the store uh, to look up products you know, on your phone to using the self-checkout system, uh, that's what Walmart Labs is really empowering uh, you know, our shoppers to do. And uh, my journey uh, is an interesting one. I was actually responsible for helping to, to bootstrap the Walmart Labs office out here uh, seven years ago. And so prior to working for Walmart, I worked for Yahoo uh, for nine years, had the opportunity to, uh, to just jumpstart the office uh, at Walmart out in Carlsbad with just 13 people. And you know, seven years later, we're now at 180. Uh, doing amazing things uh, in the tech sector and creating job opportunities for, for people in San Diego. Oh, that's phenomenal. That's amazing. And uh, it sounds like e-commerce is becoming a huge part of the operation. Maybe it's like the future of Walmart, perhaps? Yeah, I, I'd say when you start thinking about the future of Walmart, uh, they're doubling down on omnichannel. And so Walmart is really known for their store presence. And so there's about 11,000 stores worldwide. Just in the U.S. alone, there's about 5,000 stores or so. Uh, and with the, the investment in e-commerce, the idea now is how can we help bridge the digital and the physical together and how technology could be used? And so you think about 
um, you know, the web, you think about the store presence, voice commerce, using Google Home to actually do shopping. Um, you know, it's how do you tie all these various channels together to help make a simplified experience for the shopping experience for the user. Fantastic. Nick, tell us about your journey and where you're at now and your company and position. Sure. Uh, so I'm at uh, Field Level now. Uh, field Level is a recruitment tool uh, that helps high school athletes get to the collegiate level. So picture the easiest way to say it is we're like LinkedIn of coaches, uh, where coaches come on at the uh, high school and club level. Um, they add their athletes that they think will get to the next level. Uh, they connect with uh, colleges and they represent those athletes to colleges with things like uh, certifications and projections. So super interesting company. Uh, we actually have uh, 18,000 commitments on the platform a year. So that means that 18,000 uh, members of our community are making it to the collegiate level. So it's something that's really fun and really rewarding when you think back about it. Uh, so really interesting company. I've been there uh, for the past uh, four months. Um, I, uh, prior to field level, I spent, uh, you know, about 15 years in, in marketing, uh, working with some fairly large brands, your, your Nikes, your Apples, um, your Samsungs. Uh, so developing communications and innovative digital experiences for them. Uh, so I've spent a, you know, lifetime, uh, working with great brands and, and trying to make smaller brands, bigger brands, uh, and helping them resonate with their consumers. So, uh, I'm really excited about this position, and, and really it's like a, a culmination of, uh, you know, I started my, my career in San Diego uh, as, a, as a project coordinator at a digital agency downtown. Uh, so this is my second stint in San Diego. Uh, so it's really interesting to see, uh, since I've left, all the things that have changed and, and the, the growing of the tech community, the growing of the innovation that's happening at the startup level, uh, just some amazing brands uh, in the region doing pretty amazing things. Well, we're, we're very lucky to have you with, with the Tech Hub to help us promote this, uh, this wonderful new community. Um, Claude, why did you start the Tech Hub? What got, got you interested in doing this? I mean, this is a pretty amazing thing. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a very interesting thing. It, it started um, sort of by accident. I had uh, Walmart Labs had this big grand opening event. And that grand opening event was really to help promote San Diego to the executives at Walmart so we can create more job opportunities out in the new office that we had just got into. So as part of that, I was a bit ignorant to a lot of the things that, you know, companies here, you know, tech companies, individuals, and just in North County in general, San Diego region in general, like who's all here? So as we had all these guests, we had about 700 people that turned out. So I was walking around and just asking, hey, would you consider San Diego like a, a tech hub compared to the Bay Area or Dallas or Seattle? You know, what, what makes us unique? And a lot of the answers I was getting back weren't very positive. Uh, people were saying, well, we don't have the right talent. We don't collaborate together. And, um, you know, we'll never be like a, a Silicon Valley. And it sort of got me frustrated saying, why is that? You know, we could, we could actually change this. So I went on LinkedIn uh, the next day and I wrote, you know, a post that said, look, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but people are saying that, you know, we're not a tech hub. I feel that we have the, the power to change this. You know, if you feel like I feel, you know, like this post and I'll, I'll get something started. And I think I had about 80 people that had give the thumbs up. I scheduled a meeting. And uh, from that meeting, we had 36 individuals that came out in December, uh, December 8th, uh, 2018. And we sort of brainstormed on this idea on how can we help change the perception that San Diego was a, a, a tech hub. And from that, uh, it's just grown. And so we st it started with this passion and this idea that, you know, we don't need other individuals to tell us that we're great. We could just do that ourselves. And it's how can we just, how can we all work together to help set our own perception on how we'd like to be viewed? Fantastic. And it seems to me like the Tech Hub is not your typical business network in that there seems to be a lot more uh, compassion, inclusion, a, a, a sense of social responsibility. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're 100%. And I think that's what makes San Diego Tech Hub unique is that, you know, it's not like this you know, this network to it. Yes, I, I think the connection is important, but it's the way that we try to connect. And the idea that we talk about conduit, a conduit is someone that has a passion, a talent, or some expertise that they're willing to sort of give back just to help improve the way that, you know, San Diego functions. And so it, it is kind of, 
you know, it's tapping into the passion. We think a lot of about, it's like a, not being selfish about what you're trying to do and really being open and, and inclusive. Uh, so that, that is the key that I think differentiates San Diego Tech Hub. Fantastic. And it's not just for the people that are in the business, but it's also for the people that are that want to get into the business. Oh, yeah. That's right. Creating on-ramps. It is. It it is creating opportunities. I always say that San Diego Tech Hub is about creating, um, it's creating opportunities, uh, you know, for the right needs and then taking individuals' needs and, you know, satisfying that with with opportunities. So it's kind of this bi-directional relationship. And, you know, when we talk about technology, that's such a very broad very broad word and you know we don't discriminate against anybody it's anyone that wants to do something i mean you could be a recruiter you could be in marketing you could be a data science friend engineer project manager i mean the the disciplines is endless in what it is that that you're trying to do so it's all about making san diego better fantastic and nick how did you hear about the tech hub and why did you choose to get involved with it well, I would like to say I was personally recruited by Claude, but uh, <laughs> when I um, when I moved to San Diego, so I moved to San Diego back in uh, October. Um, I had just had a baby, and I was taking some time off, and I remembered all my fond memories of San Diego, and I, I wanted to get back here. Uh, so part of me coming back here and also being at a time in my life where I was on a little bit of a break where I was focusing on my, my family uh, was trying to understand, well, what's going on in San Diego? What's interesting? What interesting brands are here? What companies are here? What startups are doing something that would align to my passion? Uh, and I did a bit of research and, and I found Claude, you know, he's a thought leader in the space and the community. Uh, and I, I researched uh, a bit about him and then I just sent him a cold email saying, hey, I'd like to get to know you and uh, I'd like to get the pulse of what's going on in San Diego. And uh, we met for, for dinner and we, we talked about it and he talked about what he's building with San Diego Tech Hub. And I was like, this is perfect. I've been waiting a long time to have the time to be able to focus on things that are bigger than me. Uh, and I was truly inspired coming out of that meeting. And uh, from then, I've, I've been part of the Tech Hub. And what do you hope to accomplish from the tech? What do you hope to get out of it? Well, I think it, it's it's even part of our mission, uh, social change. And, and I think that, you know, what I want to personally get out of it uh, is to be able to help folks uh, in the community uh, be the best that they can be. Uh, I was uh, at the time looking at uh, changing careers. And that's always a daunting um, time when you think about all the hours of expertise build up in a certain area, and then you're going to pivot into something new. Um, And I relate to that same feeling for people trying to break into tech. So for me, it's about kind of laying some of those fears and and helping people through the process and telling them it's going to be all right, but it's going to be all right with hard work and effort uh, on your side. Um, You know, Claude has said this in the past, but there's, you can open the door for people, but they got to walk through it. Um, And I think uh, part of the ethos of San Diego Tech Hub is around uh, action and it's personal action. If you're trying to get somewhere, like no one's going to do it for you, but what we can do is provide you with a bunch of tools and opportunity and access uh, to the right people and potentially resources to get those things done. But it's really up to the individual. So I'm excited to be able to work with individuals on a community level. So it's like creating doors, perhaps even doors that people didn't have before. Yeah. It's like you're, you're cutting a hole in, in a house, but uh, at the end of the day, there still needs to be a door there, um, and, and people need to, to put forth the effort and energy to, to walk through it. Uh, so it's, it's exciting, and it's exciting to see the passion in the group, uh, in uh, the organization, uh, at all levels. How about you, Claude? What do you hope to accomplish with this organization? You know, with San Diego Tech Hub, you know, my, um, my goal would be is to really help spark social change. And when, I, when we, we talk about what does social change mean, it's about creating opportunity for everyone. You know, my background, I did not, I didn't have opportunities. You know, as a black male, sort of growing up, you know, there's a lot of bias that, that exists, a lot of struggle that I had to, you know, overcome. And, you know, to, to next point, um, I've had individuals in my life that have created that door for me. But just creating the door 
doesn't mean anything. You have to actually push forward. And so there is some hard work. And so I had to work hard to get to where I'm at today. But I've had people that have been able to lift me up and support. So I see San Diego Tech Hub as, you know, as a vehicle to help create these opportunities, to help create these doors uh, that people want to give their time to get opportunity. And for individuals that might just be a bit shy about walking through the door, or timid, um, you have a great support system to say, you know, it's okay. Let's kind of help you get to, to the destination where you need to go. So if we can do that for everyone uh, and really kind of change the game on the way that San Diego is perceived uh, and just bring the community together, that, that would be success for me. Awesome. Now, Nick, um, I noticed that on the website, you're listed as one of the leaders for the uh, talent pillar. So could you tell us about the pillars of excellence? What's the idea behind that and why you chose to serve on the talent pillar? Well, what I think is really interesting about the pillars of excellence, so we have five of them. We have uh, community, uh, inclusion, education, uh, talent, uh, and innovation. So these are, in the same way that you'd approach development, and we are a tech organization of breaking down bigger problems into or bigger challenges, let's say, into smaller chunks, uh, that's how the, the pillars are aligned. They provide the ability for smaller teams to get after bigger challenges and work nimbly within the organization. Uh, so what I love about the approach is that it gives a lot of freedom for anyone really that has a great idea who wants the support and, and backing of the network to bring their idea uh, to the team and, and figure out ways that we can engage with them and support them and, and work within them. And it also gives the opportunity by breaking it down across these different pillars where uh, people can kind of target the pillars that are they're most passionate about and they want to put their energy against. Uh, so I chose the talent pillar because I, when I came to San Diego, uh, you know, it's been a, it has been a long time since I looked for a, a job. Uh, and what was interesting, that I thought was interesting personally, was that I really created a strategy to how I was going to find that next opportunity for myself. And the strategy was around, this is a, San Diego is a great community. It's a community. And it's about breaking in and meeting people that are movers and, and leaders in the community uh, and understanding kind of what are the intricacies about San Diego that make it what it is and, and how do I plug in and get involved. So I thought there was a lot of knowledge in the way that, you know, I approached this that I could help younger people or people trying to break into tech um, and democratize that knowledge a little bit. The idea of creating a strategy around, um, you know, bettering yourself or, or getting, uh, you know, a new career or, or switching careers. I think there's interesting pieces about that and and seeing the the challenges that I faced of knowing like what companies are here, who's hiring, what are interesting things going on like that wasn't readily available in one place. So I thought being a part of the talent pillar, I could really help people that are trying to, you know, get matched to the right opportunity um, and help kind of demystify the, 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 the community and, and how to break in. Okay, so it sounds like you're focusing mostly on the job seekers. Uh, is there something in that pillar for employers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, our mission is about matching the right talent to the right opportunities. Um, I think that, you know, we rolled out a mentorship program, as an example, uh, part of the talent pillar. Uh, and some of the things that our community has asked for are things like, you know, resume reviews um, to understand what a, um, you know, a, a industry or a role is like. And I think that all these touch points give potential employers even the opportunity to to meet more people to understand people in a safe context uh, to understand what what they are good at what their expertise is um, and it's not in an interview setting so I think that you're not only are you connecting people and potentially their connections with other connections but you're getting to know people on a different level where you can help guide them based on your experience uh, to you know what may be an interesting thing for them. Yeah, I want to I interrupt for a second. So what what uh, Nick is sort of describing is this sort of evolutionary process. So this is a this is my crazy idea. So, you know, Nick is saying, hey, we have the mentorship program, which is just 
just a project in itself that he started. I mean, the passion behind what, what Nick is doing is just amazing and how he was able to kind of pull from a network to kind of create something out of nothing, nothing and it's being used and it's being extremely helpful. But imagine if someone who was looking for a job no longer needed to have a paper resume or had to go through a formal interview. Imagine if they could be valued based on the skill set and the experience that they had and that they were able to kind of do the job. That was it. And that friction that we tend to find on doing things the old way with that interview process is eliminated because you have this community, you have a network that says, hey, hey, you're validated, you're connected, I understand that you know how to do that job. It's like word of mouth, right? You find a painter. Hey, here's John, he paints. Oh, he's a great painter, that's good to go. You know, I'll hide him. What, what sort of interview process other than the word of mouth of the skill set, maybe kind of look at a portfolio of their job, hey, this is good to go, done. Let's take that to the same level that we have with you know, with, with skill search in the tech field or whatever sort of job that we have, if we can do that in a very efficient way with the support from the community, that to me is transformational. And that sets, that would put Sanding on the map on how we do things. So it's taking what Nick has, has started with this and over time, and we're going to get there. It's going to take some time, but we will evolve to get to this state to where you have trust within the community. Like that's, that's what Sending with Tech Hub is trying to do. That's the key word, trust. Yeah. Is the way I see it, it's like a web of trust. You know, I trust you, you trust him, so I trust him. And um, and that's how, I guess, people get validated. That and developing a body of work that they can show others and that the Tech Hub also helps them do that through the various projects, exactly. through the makerspaces um, and the different uh, mentorships that are available where they can actually demonstrate that, hey, I know something about this technology or this subject and and I can be productive. That That's a great point. And even for something, let's say we have a young aspiring podcaster and that person's trying to get into, um, you know, the media field, like being able to give back for the community by being involved with, with your podcast network or uh, another podcast network or just creating a recording and, and as an MVP and, and, and putting it up in our community and just seeing what people think and getting feedback. These are great opportunities to hone skills mm -hmm. that will help you get to where you need to be. Um, and I, that's what I think is, is really interesting about the, you know, the, the ethos and the, the values of the San Diego Tech Hub uh, group is that we're trying to connect people to those opportunities. And there's a hundred ways that anyone could get, be involved and apply their passions to something good, but then also reap the rewards of being able to do it with some uh, really smart people leaders in the space uh, and and get kind of good experience along the way and do something good for the community. Mm -hmm. And schools, I mean, they, they play an important role in this whole process. Uh, this is not in any way trying to replace the educational system, but it sort of augments it. It is an augmentation. You know, things go back, go back in time when you had apprenticeships, right? And imagine, imagine if a student at 17, 18 could get a job in a field that they were interested in versus working at a McDonald's or a Starbucks or something. Imagine that. And, you know, it's really the youth that we need to invest in to create opportunities and give them the knowledge. So, you know, we spend 12 years, if not more, of our life going through school, at least, you know, from elementary to junior high. And it, it's like 10,000 hours that makes you a professional. When you graduate from high school, you're not a professional of anything, really. And imagine if we were able to equip our students to become professionals in something. And, you know, for them coming out, imagine being 18, making maybe $30,000, $40,000 a year. Let's say $50,000 a year as an entry-level job, doing some work that kind of gets you acclimated to the field and what's going on. You have a good support system around. You had businesses investing in that. For some of these remedial sort of jobs that some of the higher-uppers don't want to do, how productive would that be? Like you're investing in your own. We don't think about it from that perspective. Why? And that's what, what, that's what we're trying to change. Hmm. And some people, they just don't really fit into the educa educational system. They don't really feel comfortable in the uh, That's right. Uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Yeah, it's not a one-size-fits-all. And that, that's another thing that's frustrated. You know, I don't know how many people, especially in the tech field, that either didn't graduate high school or didn't graduate college, their VP, CTOs, making millions of dollars. And so what, what we've done, and it's not a knock against, there's nothing wrong with higher education, but we've programmed a single 
path for individuals potentially that if people feel that if they deviate from that, they're afraid, they're not gonna be successful. We've programmed businesses to say that if you haven't graduated in this way from this college with this background, you're not capable of being able to do the job. So that's scary for a lot of folks. And so how do you how do you create other avenues of success? How do you partner with the right individuals or the right businesses, the right organizations to create an ecosystem that thinks differently uh, from the way we've been doing things in the past? past? And I think it's key for the employer side, too, because what the recruiting process, and I'm going to overly generalize uh, and sensationalize, but really like... 15 years of experience that that you have whether it's uh, it's all boiled down to one single sheet of paper and these applicant tracking systems uh, that employers use like you know they're pulling out keywords and it may not even be seen by a human being so the whole process is becoming dehumanized in the way that we meet talent and you know especially for uh, young folks like when you don't have the experience you don't have the names on your resume to kind of like that jump out like you could be meeting some amazing smart talent that's going to take over the world and you may not be able to read it through a simple one sheet of paper uh, that's that and that may not you might not even get to the point of having a conversation with uh, a, a, the actual hiring manager where they could kind of see the 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 uh, the passion there the the expertise the the ability to get to where they need to go mm-hmm. so uh, that's why I think that you know particularly the talent pillar interests me um, and I think that us as an organization we have to break down uh, you know those that that dogma uh, and that process and, and use the power of our referral network in our community to help make connections when an automated system might have prevented that. And uh, I guess the other cool thing about the talent pillar is that uh, what's going on here is is organic. You know, it's it's adaptive. It meets the needs of the tech community, and uh, it doesn't it doesn't adhere to any like dogmatic structure. It just sort of evolves as the needs evolve yeah yeah and that's how you know nick and and the the team that he worked with sort of started this thing i mean you talk about the evolution it went from uh you know some excel files that were putting together manual matching to a bot on you know slack that was doing some matching to you know partnering with other individuals within the San Diego tech hub community to help accelerate the development of having you know a, a system that is kind of doing these connections, you know, automatically. And, you know, the sky's the limit on, on where that can go. And I'm assuming that product will continue to evolve as the needs of the, the, the community evolve with it as well. And, and the, it speaks to the beauty of the cross-functional team because we have uh, Kristen, who's a leader in the recruitment space. We have Yashar, who's a leader in the product space. And I, get, I guess I'm, I'm part of the marketing space. Let's just put it that way. But um, we've all kind of worked together uh, on this idea and, and and created something that didn't exist. And that's kind of the, <clears throat> let's say the elevator pitch or the way I'd pitch people that, that want to get involved is like, we have a vast um, network of, of people of, of different expertise and resources and cross-functional teams that you need to kind of bi- build an idea and bring it to life. And I think that's kind of, that's one of the most interesting things that we offer is that ability to partner with other really smart people to do something that didn't exist before. Let's say somebody wants to get involved in the talent pillar in whatever way. What's the best way to, to engage? Well, uh, there are a number of different ways. Uh, first, uh, if you go to sandiegotechhub.com, there's a get involved section. And within that section, you can see some of the programs that are born from ideas that came out of the community. Figure out what's interesting for you, what you have a passion for, uh, and you can um, get involved uh, that way. And there's a quick, easy process. Second thing is, is that we have a vibrant Slack community. It's over a thousand people. You can come find us, uh, and you see the the names of people that um, are leading particular pillars. You can find us on Slack and reach out to us directly. Bring up your idea or how you feel like you could get involved. We'll find a way to get you involved. Um, if you're interested, um, if you're uh, someone that's switching careers or, or trying to get advice on how to um, you know build your career, uh, come seek us out and hashtag uh, talent, and we'll be happy to try to connect you with the right people. Um, we have a, a mentor bot that we're calling, so it's a it's actual product where. 
if you're uh, trying to meet folks within the industry uh, and and begin a mentor-mentee relationship where you can have a safe zone of talking about you, you know your wants and your fears and 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 ways to get plugged in, uh, you can sign up uh, and it'll ask you a few questions. Uh, those questions will then be delivered to our community of mentors, and uh, our community right now is is over 75, uh, which is pretty amazing. We'll deliver uh, kind of those uh, you know objectives and goals that you have to that crew, and uh, they'll be able to come in and and find people that are aligned uh, to uh, their skill set and background. Uh, so I'd say uh, please come come sign up as a mentor if you want to get involved. It's a really easy way to have an impact on people's lives. And if you're a mentee or you're searching for uh, answers, like um, come meet with our community, and 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 they could potentially. Help help fairly, fairly quickly. That's awesome. Now, there's a great example of innovation right there. That's right. So, Claude, let's move on to, to passion projects. Uh, tell us, what's the idea behind passion projects? So, you know, the idea behind a passion project is how can you get the community engaged in something? And so we started having these massive turnouts, a lot of the events. People would come to a monthly event, they were excited. They wanted to kind of get their hands dirty. We want to volunteer our time. And um, so the next question is, well, what can we do? I said, well, you know what? Whatever you're passionate about, start. And as Nick was mentioning about the community that we have, sort of the network, it's how can you start a project that you're passionate about and just get it going? So there are some projects that we have on our website uh, and then we have things that individuals have started on their own and kind of tapped into community to help. So we had one person that started uh, a mural project. And so she actually reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I have this great idea about, um, you know, going to, you know, low income areas and sort of painting San Diego. And we'd love to be able to connect the dots. And it was the idea about unity, bringing people together. And she says, I don't know. I'm not an artist, I need a logo, you know, I'm not quite sure how to structure this, you know, we need a place to kind of a building to paint on and how do we get these approvals? And so I said, well, you know, why don't you come up? And uh, we had a segment on one of our monthly meetings where we said, hey, there's comment, everyone's an entrepreneur, everyone has an idea, let's reach out to the community to kind of get things going. And so she went, she told her idea, it was just an idea. And before the evening was over, she had a little mini team to help her out. And by month by month, you know, she had a logo, she was able to kind of get a group of people together. I think the project's still going on, people are helping her build a website. And so here you had someone that just had an idea. And tapping into the network, that idea turned into a reality, a product or something that, you know, manifests itself towards making an impact within the community. And so a passion project really is anything that someone has an idea about, they're passionate about, and other people most likely have that same sort of passion or want to give their skill set to help. And that, that's how it starts. That's a, uh, who would have ever thought that a high-tech community would have a, a mural project? That is yeah. amazing. I, I would love to showcase that project and other projects here on ep future episodes of the podcast. So uh, are there any other projects you'd like to uh, talk about? You know, um, you know, when we're on the subject of, of passion projects, we had um, one, one that comes to mind that was really, really impactful for me. Um, Christina Marcella, I think that's how you say, say her name. She's with the um, San Diego, I guess, San Diego, City of San Diego. Um, the city of Carlsbad. City of Carlsbad. Thank you for correcting me. City of Carlsbad. So Christina Marciela, City of Carlsbad. She started the Be the Boss program. And, uh, and she came to me and says, you know, Claude, I'd really love to help underrepresented individuals. And she is actually, um, she's one of the leads of the Innovation Pillar. No, I'm sorry, of the, um, the Inclusion Pillar. She's Inclusion Pillar lead. And she says, I'd really like to help. Um, you know, underrepresented individuals. And so I started talking about a program where we could take an idea that some students have, um, underrepresented youth, and equip them with the right knowledge to take an idea and turn it into a legit business plan and really give them the confidence and the encourage of being able to kind of get something done. And so we created this six-week program where we had other San Diego Tech Hub volunteers come out. Uh, how do you do an elevator pitch? You know, what are the different business models that you have? How do you help build your brand? You know, dealing with business finances. And they went through and they created logos. They had a, we had someone volunteer and do a, um, like a photo shoot to kind of get some professional photos done. And it was just an amazing experience in a six-month time period. All these individuals, 
you know, created legitimate business plans for what they needed to do. And this was just an idea that Christy had that she wanted to um, make a reality. And we were able to bring the community together and pull this out. And we just, I think it was at the end of uh the end of uh, July, we had four students that graduated from the program, and it was a huge success. Hopefully, one of the members uh, from that program that graduated will be speaking at our next San Diego Tech Hub meeting. Fantastic. We'll definitely get him on the podcast as well. Um, so, now, if I wanted to start a passion project, how do I go about that? So, you know, right now... Um, we haven't formalized on that process. Now, I'm going to tell you what we'd like to set up in, in the future on how things go. So the way that um, for starting a passion project, let's say that you wanted to split with this podcast, I, you know, idea, hey, I'd like to promote this. I'd like to sort of build this out. Um, you know, what are your goals? What help do you need? You know, what is the scope? Does it align with sort of the values of San Diego Tech Hub? And so it's kind of building out a very lightweight, you know, plan. And so we'd like to have a, a form that someone fits out that says, hey, I'd love to kind of have a passion project and idea. I'd love to get the support of the network to kind of get things going. So you'd have this lightweight idea. That'll sort of go through the system to be able to do a matching, very similar to what Nick has done with the mentor-mentee sort of matching. The idea here is that we would have a matching that says, hey, if you need resources, whatever those resources are, or there are individuals that want to help com- contribute to, you know, your passion project to help get it jump-started. And then the rest is, is history. You know, you would be setting up the meetings, you know, meeting with your t- the, the team, that the virtual team that's been created, you know, helping to establish and get things going. You can leverage the San Diego Tech Hub as a platform to help promote um, and share sort of your vision uh, to help recruit other people that like to do it. So um, we want things to be a bit more structured right now. Uh, it's a little bit ad hoc to where, you know, hey, I have this idea. Eventually someone might either get it to me or one of the other leaders, and then we help kind of stitch things together. Um, so it's possible, but it's not as um, structured as we'd like it to be at this point in time. Okay. Well, the whole thing's a work in progress, isn't it? That's right. And uh, <clears throat> I could see us uh, doing some how-to podcasts in the future here. That'd be awesome. Right. Now, I'm going to ask you both, what's your absolute favorite thing about the San Diego Tech Hub? Nick, do you want to start? Yeah. Um what I loved about San Diego Tech Hub uh, and, and what I think it's its best quality is that it's very action-oriented. Um, we have people that are involved in the community who want to get involved. Uh, so the idea of like, you know, the mentorship bot was an example, but bringing that, that idea to a, a bunch of folks that are passionate and energetic and want to put some effort behind, um, you know, an inter- interesting idea. Uh, it was great to get support from product managers, from tech people, from business leaders, from recruiters. Uh, so I love that, you know, everyone is about action and, and, and wants to make a, a difference for the community. Wonderful. And, and Claude? Yeah, I'd say my my favorite thing about San Diego Tech Hub is uh, the impact that we make. We have these monthly meetings, and every meeting we bring up individuals that either highlight the impact that they're making or the impact that the network has helped them achieve a goal. And it's very inspiring, and it's it's a motivating thing because you have new individuals that are coming to these meetings, and when they're hearing actual testimonies of how the network or San Diego Tech Hub is help them get a job or help them start a project or give them the confidence to to complete whatever it is that they're trying to complete and just the support that they've been able to do that's just a very inspiring impactful thing so you know the idea about you know the action that we talk about is actually helping the lives of individuals succeed so that's inspiring for me great and is there anything different about the tech hub that we haven't already talked about different from other networking groups you know, one of the things you sort of alluded to this earlier, it's about, it's really about this community-oriented sort of mindset, kind of tugging on on the passion, um, like this volunteerism. It's just, a, it's a different sort of thing. When people come, they're not coming to, here's my business card, you know, this is sort of what's going on. Like people there are authentically looking to kind of give back to something. So... Um, to me, that's that's sort of a different feel than what I've seen from other sort of meetups or, or things. Yeah, I think um, you know, at our core, we're not trying to replicate um, you know other networks that exist in San Diego. We're trying to connect networks, and we're trying to be a connective tissue between those things. So, um, I second uh, you know everything that Claude mentioned. Like, it isn't 
it isn't like a intense networking atmosphere. It's an atmosphere of, of people that take pride in the great stories of change that we hear. There's great uh, stories of of um, you know people being empowered to, uh, to tackle a passion or their lives are changed. I, I think there's inherent um, good vibe to uh, San Diego Tech Hub, and and it, it has a you know an ethos and a soul. Yeah, and I think the thing that really impresses me is that in, in uh, so many networking groups, it's uh, the attitude is well, what's in this for me? Whereas in the Tech Hub, it seems like how may it be of service? And that is such a refreshing change. It's so different, and it's wonderful. Um, okay, I'm going to wrap up by asking you both, uh, what advice do you have for others considering a high-tech career in San Diego? Mm. Let's see. I'm, I'm trying not to think of the traditional answer here, like putting on my hat of the San Diego Tech Hub. You know, one of the, one of the things that I would say is the most important um, to do if you're just starting out is building your network. Um, you know, Nick gave a perfect example of, you know, he was here in San Diego, went back, came back. The first thing he did strategically was help build his network, find find the, the thought leaders, find, you know, mentors, find uh, like the meetup groups, figuring out what your interests, what your interests are, where, you, where your skill set can fit, and just help build a, a name for yourself. And eventually, Things, things will come. So I think that networking piece is extremely important starting out. And Nick, Nick you, you referred to that as a strategy. And it's, it's like you almost have created a process that you could just follow yeah. to get you from where you were to where you wanted to be. Yeah, I think uh, you know, when, you're, when you're trying to break into an industry or a community, uh, the first thing to do is really take stock of what, what, are, you, what are you passionate about? What, what, what would make you excited to get up every day and go to work and do? Because the, those types of situations are ones that are longer term and, and you excel better, more and faster because you're excited about what you're doing. Um, then it was about taking stock of, you know, where do I want to be? Like, what are interesting companies that are in the space? And what are interesting spaces and what companies are in those spaces? Uh, and where are they located in San Diego? And then it was about mapping my network to those companies and those opportunities. I would recommend, um, and I don't think, when, when you're thinking about breaking into tech, uh, the shotgun approach doesn't quite work. The, the going everywhere and, and wide and far is is it, it's better to be kind of strategic about where you want to where you want to be and and try to build a network around you that will help you get to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say a lot you know a lot of their stats to prove this, but a lot of jobs happen through networking and meeting people and talking to people and and being in a a, a safe place that's not an interview place. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you really draw out kind of people's passions and, and qualities and, and where their experience is. So, um, you know, taking a strategic approach to your life and career, uh, I, I would say would be one of the biggest pieces of advice I'd give people trying to break into tech. That's great advice. You know, it seems like some jobs never actually even make it to the job listings uh, that uh, people find others to fill those positions through their network or maybe they come across somebody who's just so impressive that they create a job that, that matches their skills. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times in my career um, where I've met young individuals, I've met individuals in um, industries that weren't kind of core and would automatically, through their applicant tracking system, be uh, kind of pushed to the side, that have, have turned out to be uh, energetic, smart, uh, amazing people who have excelled, uh, and I don't think that um, you know to break into the, the tech world. There are things that you have to do. You have to have uh, a knowledge and desire and passion. You have to put in t- to the, in the effort. Um, but there's potential for you to grow and learn more about areas that you didn't quite, uh, you don't have the experience in, but you want to get that experience in. And there's there's so much potential that everyone has as long as they apply their, their effort in the, in the right way. Hmm. And what a wonderful thing to put that talent to, to good use. I mean, it's just a, a good thing for the community. Everybody wins. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
I'm going to put you on the spot, Nick, and ask you if you have any questions for Claude. Oh, uh, that's a that's a good one. Um, well, you know, I, I do meet Claude almost every month, um, where we have our, our leadership meeting, and and a lot of questions uh, are expressed. Um, but let me ask you this: Let's say 2019 is in the books, and we're staring back on it. It's January 2020. What is that one thing, uh, if we could accomplish, that you would look back and say that year was success? Yeah, you know, um, so one one interesting thing about about Nick, and I'll answer your question in a second, is he constantly challenges me. You know, because I'll go, I'll have my thoughts and ideas, and he usually disagrees with everything. He's always asking questions. He's not doing it to be malicious. It's just it's the way his mind works, and he's trying to pull out the best ideas. And you know, everything that we've gone through, whether it was kind of reevaluating the mission to some of the things he's just had, he's just had so many great ideas to where he said something and I'll go and think about it. Man, that's a really good idea. So I'd say the, the one thing, you know, that, that stuck with me, I'm going to be talking with about this later, but you know, Nick, Nick was coming up with like a slogan, like something that we can sort of rally the community behind. And he says, Claude, uh, and there was different flavors of this. And I sort of came up with my own little thing, but, you know, do one, do one good thing, transform San Diego. And the idea that if we could get everyone within San Diego just to do one, one good thing, that thing might be opening the door for someone. That thing could be mentoring someone. That thing could be talking at a tech talk, sharing some knowledge, creating a, it doesn't matter. But if you're doing something that's helping to transform San Diego uh, with some of the mission and values uh, and the vision that we have, that is the step of of helping to improve the way that we perceive ourselves. And if we can do that, you know, in this first year to really kind of get the ball rolling on that, that's going to set 2020 to be an amazing, you know, uh, that gives us the foundation to sort of walk through. That creates an opportunity for us. So, um, you know, that that would be it. So keep challenging and pushing me, man, because uh, <laughs> I think we're doing some good, good things. Awesome. And, uh, Claude, do you have any questions for Nick? You know, uh, I guess the question I have for for Nick is, um, you know, with with the marketing background that you know that that you have, um, you know, where do you see that we can improve on, sort of help, you know, sp- spread the word? Because I think we have some good momentum, but I I feel that maybe the we're not utilizing, you know, the information that we're getting from the community in the most effective way? Like, how do you see that we can probably improve on that? Uh, that's a good question. So I believe, um, you know, simple communication is beautiful communication. And the idea that we're, we're putting out and, and that idea around um, doing one good thing and, and helping uh, the San Diego community, if we were to, let's say, get everyone to understand that it could be a really small thing. It doesn't have to be the biggest thing. It's just something, some positive action that pushes us all forward. Um, I think that we can break down the barriers of, of you know, this is a, a too big of a challenge for me to accomplish, so I'm going to sit on this this idea. But I think it's about getting great ideas out from the community and empowering people with the idea that small steps will push us all in the right direction. And it's not about tackling the biggest challenge. It's it's about taking a, a methodical and strategic approach to tackling these challenges by breaking it down to these small things that anyone can accomplish. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, it's good about time to wrap this up. So <clears throat> let me just... Uh, do that by asking you, Claude, to uh, summarize and uh, give us uh, your your final thoughts. You know, um, you know. First off, I appreciate you. Um, you know, actually doing this this podcast. I think you know one of the things that I I was thinking in my mind, like, hey, you know, it'd be nice to kind of get the word out and, and doing some of these. And the fact that you're volunteering your time to interview, uh, you know, you know, leaders within the Sendingo Tech Hub and even, you know, creating a forum for other individuals, other conduits to be able to speak about what's going on, I think is just a blessing uh, and something that's well, well uh, needed. So thank you very much for that. Um, you know, I, I really want San Diego Tech Hub to be successful. When we first started, someone said that this is like 
any other organization and it's going to fail. It's going to fall by the wayside because it's not going to make change. That, when those words were uttered, that inspired me to to want to be different and inspired me to continue to push forward and inspired me to to really, what can we do to continue to evolve and create social uh, social change? And so um, I feel that San Diego Tech Hub is on the path to do that. We will be informing, we will be connecting, and we will be inspiring individuals to help create social change for, for San Diego. I'm 100% confident that that'll happen, and I feel we're on the right trajectory, trajectory to do that. I, I totally agree. And thank you for the kind words. And I just wanted to say that I'm having an absolute blast doing this podcast because it's great to be able to, to have an excuse to talk to folks like you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nick, what are your final thoughts? Oh, yeah. No, I, I you know, I, I think what you're doing here is another example of, um, you know, you having a passion and, and uh, connecting with the, the community to, to help uh, kind of bring it to life. So uh, thank you for, uh, you know, all the efforts around this. And when I say this is a professional studio, it is nice. Um, it, it's looking good. Uh, so I'm excited to, to continue to work with you and I'm excited to see where, where we push this thing. Well, thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. It's been uh, great talking to you both, Claude Jones and Nick Parisi. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Conduit, a podcast that chronicles the San Diego Tech Hub. I'm your host, Martin Danner. My guests today were Claude Jones and Nick Parisi. If you're interested in learning more about the San Diego Tech Hub, or better yet, getting involved visit their website at sandiegotechhub.com. You can also find the San Diego Tech Hub on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is a production of Conversayer, a podcast network focused on developing talented new podcasters who want to make a positive change in society and the environment. For more information about Conversayer, go to conversayer.net. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to Conduit.